Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. How's it? Welcome to another Motorsports Madness show. It seems like we just finished the last one. Time flies when you're having fun. And we always enjoy our jobs and enjoy our uh, passion of motorsports um, at Race Chaser Media. So we're thankful that you're all with us, whether you're hearing it live on the Performance Motorsports Network, watching it live on WSIC TV in Charlotte, or whether you're catching us uh, on one of um, our various syndicated platforms or podcast platforms worldwide. We are grateful that you are with us for another couple of hours. Hopefully you'll hang around a while because we've got a pair of Jacobs tonight. The first Jacob is the one you usually hear uh, as the host, but um, he's out in California uh, catching some dirt races. A lot of heavy hitters hitters out there. Wow, got a tongue twisted. Yeah, um, California. uh, Yeah, Jacob actually is uh, out there for the, I mean, he's going to end up at uh, Turkey turkey night uh but before then um he's uh the hangtown 100 was last night kyle larson won that so he'll talk about that with us and i'm sure he'll have some thoughts on jimmy johnson and um everything that has gone on since the weekend when we crowned some champions we've got a couple of uh news items to pass along so lots to come here on the show my name is tom baker i am joined in the wsic studio by randy miller from the inside pass which is on tuesday mornings uh, as a race chaser media show that's on WSIC. And of course, we've also got uh, James Mellick on the production side of things. We call him Red. Um, and We're calling a lot of things, but we yeah, can't say them all on TV. We can, yeah, we, yeah. The only one we can say is Red. <laughs> we'll um, take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so we, we're going to have uh, Jacob Seelman, but we're also going to have Jacob Perry, who is one of the Northeast uh, Rising Modified Stars, and we love talking to Modified Racers because, well, we just love Modifieds around here. And Jacob is um, a young man still in his teens who is uh, making a very good impression up there in the Northeast, and we're excited to talk about uh, what he's been doing and what he's got going for 2020. And so we're going to uh, step aside. When we come back, we'll get it all started. Talk about Jimmy Johnson, because we can Motorsports Madness back after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them later. Uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Mellick gathered round in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina, talking racing. Jacob Seelman, who is usually here with us, is on the road. He's out in California covering some sprint car stuff because, well, that's what he does. Is that his winter home? As, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least for a week. Um, and he uh, he is obviously the uh, the guy in charge of, uh, I guess you'd call him the web director, or motorsports director, whatever, uh, for SprintCarAndMidget.com and also a, a writer for SpeedSport as well. Uh, Jacob will be joining us later, and we've got Jacob Perry, a Northeast Modified racer who is kind of a rising star up there. We're going to check in with him a little later on as well. But um, as we talk about a rising star, we've got um, a falling star to talk about in uh, the form of Jimmy Johnson. And boy, um, you know, I think that I had been I had been saying, I think I said it on several shows this year, that I thought next year would be the end for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing it still didn't feel, it wasn't as if I went, ah, I'm not surprised or I was, you know, it's, it's for, for, I, for a race fan, when a driver of his caliber decides it's time to hang it up, you know, the same with Jeff Gordon, the same with junior, the same with Tony, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It definitely leaves, you know, a space leaves a hole and, um, Jimmy said it just feels right. And, and I, I can look at where he's at right now and what's going on there. And Randy, I have to say that I think this, 
this feels like a good decision on his part because you know there's there comes a time for everybody when you have to just decide that you know we've been doing this long enough got a growing family you know i want to just kind of relax and do some other things maybe try some other racing uh and i think that's what jimmy will do but it it feels right he's he struggled the last few years um this year it seemed like hendrick as a whole that that team sort of found a rhythm with cliff daniels but that change didn't come till about mid-season right so, I mean, do you think this is the right time for Jimmy to get out? Yeah, I mean, when you take a guy the caliber of Jimmy Johnson and, you know, everything that he has done in his, you know, 18-plus years in the sport, winning seven championships, doing something that's unprecedented, tying both uh, Dale Hart and Richard Petty, and then you have a year or I guess the last couple of years where you've kind of had like a downward, not I don't want to say downward spiral because he's been competitive. He just hasn't been winning races and missed out on the championship for the first time. It's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you obviously want to go out when you're on top. But if yeah. you can't and you start having these seasons where you're doubting your ability to do it anymore, it really makes you want to go, you know what, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to just give the reins off to somebody else. I'm tired. I'm getting older. You know, it's it's taking its toll on a – I mean, it takes its toll on someone like, you know, a, a Kyle Larson or, you know, Eric Jones, somebody that's in their 20s. Yeah. Uh, but a guy like Jimmy Johnson, who's you know getting up there in age, you know he's in his what mid forties now. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's it takes its toll a lot harder on somebody, and he's in he's in great physical shape. He is. Um. Yeah. But you know you have to look at you know. There's a mental side. Right. There's a mental side to yep. it. There's a there's still a physical side to it. When you get the, you know up in that age, your body doesn't take those hits quite like they used to. Um. So you it, it's great to go out when you're on top, but if you can't, you know you've had 18 great years of racing, so you can't say you're not going out on top because you are the top guy. You know. In yeah. terms of history. And, and James, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I think about a lyric that I heard in a, in a Rush song, actually, that, that's called Losing It. And it talks about diminishing skills and what that, mm-hmm. you know, it's sadder still to watch it die than never to have known it. And, yeah. you know, I think, you know, even, even thinking about that particular situation, Neil Peart, their drummer, retired after their R40 tour in 2015, not because he couldn't play just like he always played anymore, but because it's too hard to do it every two days. Yeah. You know, it it just, it's too hard to repeat it. It takes too much out of him. He's playing parts that he wrote in his twenties in his sixties. And you, you sort of parallel that to, to, to JJ. And, you know, as a driver, you, you, you want to, or an athlete, you want to, as Randy said, you want to go out, with some dignity and some grace before it gets to a point where your skills diminish. I don't think JJ's skills have diminished, but the sport is changing. The cars are changing. And I think, you know, before we get into gen seven and he's got to relearn a whole new car at that point in his career, better to just sort of step aside and let the next young guy come in and take that car into that period. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what I was thinking right there. You know, um, you got plenty of people in other sports that are the same thing. You right. see them diminish, not diminish, but you see them as the change in the, the sport they're in uh, happens in front of them that they're in. They kind of just take a step back. Yeah. Not they don't diminish. They just take a step back because right. they're 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 older and it's harder for an older person to learn new tricks. Basically, like they say, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Um, you bring these younger guys up who who can learn this quicker, and you know they understand these new cars right. that he doesn't have to learn as fast. Or he can't learn as fast. I'm not saying he can't, but 
Uh, he just doesn't well, have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, again, it, it's like there's going, he's, he certainly was closer to that time than farther away. Yeah. Right. So with the Gen 7 coming in, in 21, why not just make that change? step aside? Yeah, right. why, why even bother trying to deal with all of that? And at the same time, I think there's just a point of pride for athletes who care. They're about performance and about themselves and, and what they give to their there's a point of pride that says before I get to the point where I just can't do this. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. just walk away. We saw that happen with Daryl. Daryl yeah. did it until the end. Yeah. Daryl Waltrip did Richard it as Petty long as he possibly thing. could. Yeah. And uh, something I kind of thought about when I saw this whole Jimmy Johnson retirement thing was. Uh, the whole David Gravel thing. Who's helping support Gravel? Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. And he yeah. doesn't want to let go of a driver and being a driver coach yet. And that makes sense because he can now teach Gravel to drive well, sure. like he did Jimmy. So, uh, I mean, it all makes sense. Everything that we're seeing makes sense. Well, and it also doesn't mean, I believe personally, that you're going to see Jimmy do some other things in the oh, sport. Yeah. He didn't say he was retiring right. completely. He just yeah. said he was yeah. full-time cup. Full cup. Yeah. I don't think you'll see him in the cup car anymore, but I do think you might see him in an Indy car once or twice. I do think you could see him maybe in sports car stuff. Maybe run the 500? You know, a little bit. Oh, Indy, you mean? Yeah, the 500. Well, I, don't Indy think, 500. I think he wants to do road courses. More road courses. He course seems stuff. intrigued by I the think road course. Somewhere in, th- yeah. in, his, in yeah. the thing today, he said he didn't. He was he would be up to driving anything except for Indy cars on oval. I think is exactly yeah. the words that he said yeah. in, the, in the transcript. So, so I think yeah. you're going to see him. I think you're going to see him dabble in some other things. The Rolex 24. Just have fun. Yeah, but well, I oh mean, yeah, sure, definitely do that. And he'd probably you know, stay with Team Chevy. I'm sure, right? Well, I'm sure I mean, or you think he would bounce around? I don't. I don't. If I'm sure he'll have opportunities. A li- yeah, I'm sure he'll have a lifetime job with Hendrick somewhere along the way. I mean, you know, right. Gordon's going to take the reins of the organization yep. at some point, so he'll want somebody like Jimmy Johnson in that role. So, well, and um, it's it's really we'll talk more about this with Jacob in the Sealman in the second hour. But um, to me, this this is the end of an era. And in terms of who could replace him, you know, I think you've got several drivers that could be possible. Everybody was sort of jumping on Noah Gregson's bandwagon on social media yesterday. And, and I, I put out a column on race chaser online that basically says, whoa, horsey, hang on. <laughs> you know, we got, we got Ross Chastain. That could be a possibility. You got Daniel Hemrick, who's now in that mix. I do believe it's going to be somebody who exists in team Chevy right now. Um, with the possible exception, mm-hmm. I would throw in John Hunter Nemechek if he goes to front row and if he overachieves and if Hendrick sees him as malleable into a championship caliber driver, um, then I, I could see that happening maybe. But I think your top three right now have to be uh, Noah Gregson, in no particular order, Gregson, Hemrick, and uh, Ross Chastain. And, you know, any of those three right now could be possible. Do you throw Allgaier in that mix? No. I, mean, see, I know he's I, older in age and he's I already been in a cup no, car, but do you throw I him in there? Because I just don't see Rick as as and I don't want to call Justin old, but I think, you know, there's that point, you know, where you feel like you could take a younger driver and get a lot more years out of him. Um, I don't see that, but I would love to see that. I just don't see that. Um, I think depending on the seasons that Hemrick and Gregson have next year, and of course, you know, if Ross goes out, wins title or whatever, and Kurt Busch stays on, and, you know, if Rick wants him, Rick will have him one way or another. We know that because Rick gets what Rick wants, and that's the way it should be. Back with more after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, presented by My Computer Career. Training for a better life. Tom Baker and Randy Miller and James Mellick here at uh, the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Talking Jimmy Johnson and... um, the legacy that Jimmy leaves and James was talking during the break about the fact that Jimmy basically won seven championships in a decade. Randy, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, even ish, that's pretty doggone amazing. I mean, you'll never see that again, in my opinion. 
No, it's it's funny because you know growing up with you know watching uh, all the championships that Earnhardt won and him reaching seven, and I was like, oh, you know, good job. He was the yeah. most popular guy in the sport. Yep. Then Gordon comes along and Gordon wins five, and or you know, or four, and everybody's like, hey, you know, stop it, don't don't you dare, yeah. don't you get close. And then Jimmy comes along and he gets a six, and everybody's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, there's no way he's gonna you know he's gonna uh, tie this record. And then lo and behold, he goes out and ties it the next year. Hold my beer. And everybody's like. Okay, so you know he gets booed because everybody's like, you know, oh, you you did something untouchable. You touched a, you know, Delenhart's record. But I think, and, and if Gordon went through it too. You know, his his uh, in his heyday when he was winning all those races, people started booing him because they got tired of him winning all the time. But now that it's a reality that Jimmy's retiring, I think you'll see a lot of fans go, oh wait, like this is the end. Like really, he's not coming back again. You know what I mean? Like. It's one of those things. It's like a shell shock kind of thing because everybody's like, oh, you know, guys like him are invincible. People yeah. think he's never, he's going to live forever. He's going to keep racing forever. And then when he re- decides to retire, it's like, oh, well, now now what do we do? Exactly. The fans are not going to know what to do. You got to have rivalries to make it fun. Like, you know, that's just like you're saying. You got to have the Jeff Gordons and the Dale Earnhardts. That's what made the racing fun back then because the people said, if you like Earnhardt, you don't like Jeff. If you like Jeff, you didn't like Earnhardt. And people were booing Junior, I mean, not Junior, Johnson because he was winning so much. Now that he's going to be gone, they're, they're just going to miss not having that um, well, part of it. half the same fans are going to say, well, there's more proof NASCAR's dying. Jimmy Johnson's gone exactly. now. All these young You'll kids, have that blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You know, I saw a few comments on social media yesterday that that talked about Jimmy, you know, greatest of all time BS because how many times did Chad Kanaus get caught cheating? It's not cheating. It's finding the grave. So here's my response. that No, (laughs) some of it was cheating. When you're not cheating, you're not racing. Here's my response to that. Okay, Richard Petty should have lost his 199th win at, I think it was Pocono. Was it Pocono? Um, Where he had the the, the motor that was like 10 times too big. Um, (laughs) You know, they had left side tires and the right side of the car at one point. I mean, you know, Dale Earnhardt. How many people did he crash out of the way to win? It's on every um, highlight reel at every race you know, track on the circuit. Yeah, I mean, so. it's like I, I, all I can say to that kind of a comment is go home. It's I, I don't even want to hear that argument. Jimmy was driving the car. It had you know, and you can say what you want about Chad, but they won seven championships. They didn't win all seven of them by cheating. I guarantee you that. Um, so I mean, you know, for me. It, to me, this just is an example of a driver who dominated an era. Jimmy Johnson has owned the playoff era. You can like or dislike the playoffs or chase or whatever they called it at the time, but we have it, and Johnson and Kanaus knew how to how to game for the last 10 races. And that's why they wanted, and that's why, why the fans won. wanted to yeah. change so bad. Well, yeah, exactly. It got to a point where, you know, do anything – but what you're doing, because we're sick of the 48 winning. And, and then they changed it, and they still kept doing it. Because I feel the same way about the doggone Patriots, okay? <laughs> and the other, it's like, you know. Um, but uh, it's it's just one of those situations where the, you have these drivers, and, you know, people saying he's the greatest of all time. Well, he's, I don't think you can say any driver, single driver, is the greatest of all time. Just like I don't think you can say a single quarterback is, a single pitcher is. A single hockey goalie is. There's different eras. There's different situations. 
if it, Tiger Woods said it best when people talked about him being the greatest of all time. He said, you know, there's Jack Nicholas, there's Arnold Palmer, there's this one and that one. And he said, you know what? If you're in the conversation, you've done all right. Yeah. Exactly. You've you've had a great career if yeah. if you're in that conversation. His stuff changes through time. Exactly. Like the clubs got better. Just like you said, golf. Clubs got better. Yeah. Race cars got faster. Exactly. They drive different. Footballs get better. Players are faster, stronger. Everything's different. And Jimmy Johnson's in that conversation. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, like if you, you talk about, like, say professional wrestling. Even if you don't watch wrestling, you know guys like Hulk Hogan, Randy <laughs> Savage, Ric Flair. But it's the same thing with, with NASCAR. You don't have to be a NASCAR fan. You know who Jeff Gordon is. You know right. who Dale Earnhardt is. You know who Richard Petty is. Right. I think most people would know who Jimmy Johnson is just because exactly. he's in the news because he's you know won so much and done so much for the sport. So you don't necessarily have to be a fan of his, but you have to respect what he's done for the business. I mean, look, sure. there's, there's three drivers that have won seven titles. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They're all in the conversation. Yep. Every one of them. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, Jimmy Johnson. You can you can pick whichever one you are satisfied with to say he's better than the other two. That's fine. Nobody's going to take it away from you. But the truth is, as long as you're in that conversation, the next guy that we're going to start talking about now is obviously Kyle Busch because Kyle's still young enough to race a while and he's, he just won a second championship. I don't believe he gets to seven. I, I still do believe he'll break David Pearson's wins record at one, 106, I think it is, something like that. I'll have to look that up during the break. Um, but I think he gets to second on the all-time wins list behind Richard, but I don't think he gets to seven championships. Will I, will I say he's in the conversation for greatest of all time? Yeah, I actually will. Yeah, he's a phenomenal Will I say he's the greatest because he won a bunch of truck and Xfinity races? No. It, 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 cup versus cup, period. Richard Petty didn't run Bush races you know, Dale Earnhardt didn't commit himself to Bush races and certainly didn't have cup equipment in, in the Bush series. Um, so, no, I, I'm not going to say he's the greatest. Uh, if he goes and wins eight championships, yeah, I'll say he's the greatest because at that point the stat proves it. Um, but even at that now, the way that the championships are, you know, I'll compare more to Jimmy Johnson than I will to Petty or Dale because neither of the first two had the playoffs. You had to be the best all season long in order to, you know, to win the championship. So, and I'm not, I love the playoffs and I, I hope they keep the playoffs and I hope they don't touch the format. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, I think you, you kind of got to compare apples to apples here. Right. So Jimmy Johnson, no matter where you put him in the conversation, as long as he's in the conversation, he'll be quite happy and quite thankful. Um, so here's the question. Can Jimmy Johnson win number eight next year? He's still got a year that he's going to be racing. The team was on the upswing. Can Jimmy Johnson win number eight next year, Randy? I think he, as long as they, as long as everybody keeps the negativity and keeps the the pressure on trying, figuring out who's going to be the next guy in line for that car out of the conversation, they could be fine. Because what's going to happen is, is that the team, the crew, everybody's going to start listening to media, listening to fans, listening to everybody go, "Ooh, who's going to be in the car now?" And That's it's going to it's going to mess with their mind. <laughs> Jimmy, gonna Jimmy's going to drive the, the car just fine. And I think he's gotten a whole lot better in the last few races of this, yeah. this past season than he will this, this upcoming he, season. And I, I, if he could just get the win out of the way, I can even see him winning the Daytona 500, and boom, he's in. That's it. We already Done. talked about that 
we already talked about 2021 in our opening segment, okay? And I talked about it yesterday, and so is everybody else talking about it. He, you're not going to – but I don't believe that affects Jimmy at all. It, Jimmy no, knows it won't how the deal Jimmy. is. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, but, James, I think that Jimmy, as much as he's improved in this last half season, I think he needs to improve twice as much – to be able to go out there and consistently chase wins. I feel like he was on the back end of the top five and showed that at certain tracks he was capable of leading for a while. But you got to put whole races together anymore, and these young guys are just tearing it up. Um, You know, I think Jimmy can. I think he could. um, But he's he's got a little ways to go still as a team, not just him. Yeah, see, I think the biggest factor out of it all is, honestly, is Chevrolet. I think that Toyota went out to this year and just put a butt whooping on the field. Yeah. I think over these two months, the biggest factor is Jimmy can go race, which we've seen him do, and we know he can go win because he's yep. proved it, seven championships. Yep. I think the biggest thing that happens, has to happen for him to even have a shot is Chevrolet has to find something during the offseason to catch up with Toyota. Well, if you ask Chase Elliott, <laughs> I mean, I mean well, the good news yeah. is that Toyota's rolling right now. Chase and Alex and then really William, too. I feel like the 48 was still the weak link in the chain, even at the end of the season. Yeah, he was definitely you know, the weaker link was, of them. He was there in the group with the other Hendrick cars, at least, except yeah. Elliott. Elliott was the one out of the four that was able to keep up with the Toyotas and probably had a shot at the final four and to win the, the, the championship had he you know had a different fate mm-hmm. at... Um, ISM, the, but the good news is is that at least this package is going to be relatively unchanged, except yes. for maybe the short track. So at least what they've got this year, they can build on for next year. So they already have their notes and you know their their scratch paper out and you know whatever. So at least they've got a little bit of okay. This is what we did last time we were here. We probably should change this and do something different this yeah. time. Do you see so. them maybe just doing something? Uh, just throw this out there real quick since we have about a minute left. Yeah. Um, do you see them maybe doing something kind of fun there at the All Star race since it's his last race? Maybe doing a crew chief swap, putting Chad on top of the box because it's not a points <laughs> race with him. Just having fun with it. What do you think? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. What do you I think? Don't know. I mean, it's fun. It's just an All Star race, not points race. If putting them together one that, more time. Byron, I'd protest. If I was going to do that, <laughs> I would do it during Throwback Weekend at Darlington because I think that would be cool. Throwback yeah, in Darlington? Uh, just that one. I mean, I know that's a points race, but it would be cool for the nostalgia factor to do it. I don't see that happening. Unless it's a situation where William is already, like if William gets to a point where he's no longer in the playoffs, then he'd be like, you know what, let's just do it real quick. It's not going to hurt anything anyway. Yeah, let's just we'll go see. For it. I don't know. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back... We are going to switch gears for a bit and talk ground pounders, otherwise known as modifieds of the Northeast variety, the NASCAR style modifieds. We've got a youngster that's uh, going to chat with us, Jacob Perry, who is a very impressive young man and a very impressive young racer. And he's going to uh, talk with us when we get back around the turn. More of Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu right after this. Don't go anywhere. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Derek Krause bringing us back, uh, still kind of waiting to see what we're going to get for Derek for 2020. Have not definitively heard what his plans are to be. Does he yet. still have Napa? Like, is Napa coming well, with him wherever Napa's he goes? Well, with McAnally, and so a lot of it depends hmm. on okay. what happens there. Yeah, so uh, anyways, we'll uh, let's head off to our strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, hotline, and... I believe we have Jacob Perry on with us. Jacob, how you doing? I'm really good, Tom. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on the show. Oh goodness, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hang you up and let you call us back here because uh, you sound like a robot, and we we know that your voice is better than that. So either that, or you're using some weird electronic device to disguise the voice. Um, we don't want you to do that. So hang up and call us right back if you would. Um, so we'll uh, try to get a better connection with Jacob there. That that was wild right <laughs> there. That was Does wild. he talk like that? That was interesting. Was kinda, no, uh... Jacob. No, it, you know it, it almost sounded like you know when you get a, in one of the old real or real tapes when it would get garbled. Yeah, That's, exactly. That was the uh, that was what it sounded like. We'll try again. Hello, Jacob. How you doing? 
Hey, how are you? Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's a miracle. He sounds normal now. Wow, that sounds way better. <laughs> when you when you hear this back, because we're not going to edit that out. When you hear this back, Jacob, you'll know why we asked you to hang up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's odd. That's the same yeah. place I always am. So it's a little different, but it's not going to be on the show here, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're we're happy to have you, and uh, we we're excited to uh, introduce our worldwide audience to you uh, because we believe that you're a driver who is an up and coming guy that. Uh, everybody needs to be paying attention to. So let's start with going all the way back to the beginning. Talk about your background in about a minute or a minute and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, I had a really big racing family. Um, my grandfather both raced, my dad raced. I started in the quarter midget ranks back when I was four years old. Um, that transferred into the Bandoleros where we won a few championships, had a lot of fun, moved up to the mini stock division. Ran really, really good. That's where we started really getting noticing and started really pursuing my race. And that's when we figured that this was going to be my dream and that we were going to do everything in our power to pursue it. Um, then we ended up moving into the Tour Modifieds. I was one of the youngest drivers out there in the Tour Modifieds, 16 years old last wow. season. Um, we won the Valencia Modified Racing Series Rookie of the Year, finished fifth in points in our first year. And for the 2019 season, we actually ended up just bouncing around from ride to ride. I drove 12 different cars throughout 2019, um, ran for a championship in the Exit Realty Pro Trucks division for the Jensic family, had an absolute blast driving for them. Unfortunately, the championship came up a little bit short due to a mechanical failure, but super excited to be able to have that, and hopefully we can get a good show going for 2020. That's it. I quit life. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Isn't it amazing? I'm done with life. You know, you, you've done yeah. some racing, Randy, and you can appreciate That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I quit yeah, life. I'm yeah, done. This is why I'm sitting uh, here right now. It's amazing what, what Jacob's accomplished in such wow. a short time. Okay, so wow. so you were, in a, you were in a tour modified at 16. What was it like to, first of all, when you were growing up, what was your goal? Because New England's one of those regions of the country that still looks a lot like it did, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, obviously the the designs of the cars have changed or whatever, but you still got modifieds and pro stocks up there. And um, it's a very, very healthy region for racing and very competitive. Um, when you grew up, was it modifieds that you paid the most attention to? Is that what you really, in terms of the New England racing, is that what you gravitated to as a young fan or was it more like a pro stock car? Believe it or not, a lot of kids will tell you modifieds were the coolest thing to me. I grew up, watching my dad race the Thompson Speedway in the late model division up there. Those late models were more like pro stocks. They were the small tire, big motor cars. Okay. I absolutely loved the late models back when I was a kid. I wanted to race Fender cars my whole entire life. Um, this year was the first opportunity I'd had to drive a super late model. We ran really well with it. Unfortunately, the funding came up a little bit short, and we had to seize our operation a little bit early. And we, I really love the modified to me. Um, being especially in New England, the modifieds are really the main focus. I mean, it's called modified country up here. Everybody loves the tour modified, especially if you go up to the Magic Mile up in New Hampshire Motor Speedway. You know when you're up there that the modifieds are the king of the place. And so that's really our main goal is to try and stay with the modifieds. Uh, personally, I find they're, they're the most fun cars I've ever driven. Uh, they're an absolute blast. They're the most challenging, and I think there's a lot of competitiveness in them. 
Um, so I'm super excited, and hopefully we can find some modified stuff for 2020. Well, uh, that's uh, that would be awesome to watch for sure. So um, talk a little bit about then, since you said you grew up watching the late models, how did you... How did it end up that you went to the modified ranks? I mean, how did that actually get started at such a young age? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I ran mini stocks on a weekly basis at the New London Waterford Speed Bowl, our local track, we had a really, really, really good rookie season. We won three races and broke the track record in our first year. And my dad had at the time promised me, hey, you get two wins, I'll buy you a late model. Because I had always dreamed of running late models. Unfortunately, our funding was a little bit shy, and we were not able to buy our own late model. But that same year, my dad was running for the championship in the SK Modified Division at the Speed Bowl, one of the top weekly events that you can run. And his car owner at the time, since he drove for Norm Perry and uh, Asheroy Performance Engine, decided that at 14 years old, they were going to throw me in their uh sitting second in the standings with two weeks left SK at the Speed Bowl for a practice session just to see how I did. And on old tires, I was actually running times faster than my father. And so it was decided after my next season of full-time in mini stocks and pro fours that we decided to go to the Volani Modified Racing Series. We thought it made the most sense monetarily. And Norm was a great car owner for me, giving me a chance when nobody else would take a chance on somebody so young in the tour mods and i think our success really showed you were faster than your father that's it your funding's over that's why hitting a you're, toy you're model. cut off had nothing no. to do with funding it was no you beat me i want to know if his dad's willing to adopt a small adult because i would love to be able to race uh you know but you're not small Oh, I'm small in stature, just not small in size. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're kind I'm, of. I'm a buck fifty something wide, but I'm lanky. six foot nine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yes, I mean. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I meant small in stature. Yeah. Uh, well, Jacob, that's that's amazing. Honestly, that you've you've been very fortunate to have a, a number of top rides at a young age to prove yourself with, and you've proven yourself. Now the question becomes, where do you go for 2020? Yeah, as of right now, that's still actually up in the air. Unfortunately. We've had a lot of different opportunities come up. Some are in divisions that we're not really looking towards. Um, a lot of them, we've had a couple great modified opportunities come up. Unfortunately for me, the sponsorship dollars are a little too high right now. Yeah. For me personally to be able to go out and get that, if we got a bunch of sponsors to come on board, we'd have, uh, we have a couple Wayland Modified Tour opportunities to go full-time. It's just a little bit of sponsorship help would be needed. And... We've had a lot of opportunities to run some tri-track races. So hopefully we can come up with a little bit of funding. We're definitely trying to focus as much as possible on the modifieds, but don't be shocked if I jump a little bit back and forth like I did in 2019 and go from car to car, and hopefully we can still find success. There's nothing wrong with uh, doing that. I think the more diverse. I agree. I think the more different kinds of cars, as long as they're competitive and safe, or let me reorganize that priority list. As long as they're safe and competitive, um, I think uh, the more different kinds of cars you could get in, the better. All eyes on you. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the way to do it. Um, Talk about the the when you say SK modifieds. just real quick, in about thirty seconds or a minute, what define SK versus a tour modified for the for the fans in our audience who may not be well versed? Yeah, of course. So the Wayland Tour modifieds; those are the top top tour cars. Um, those cars are actually running on coil bind setup. They are the NASCAR spec motor, 
So they're more expensive motor, a totally different type of motor. They make around 650 horsepower. Um, same wheels, same tires, same everything, same type of car. The SK Modifieds are about 470 horsepower to 500 horsepower. So they're a little bit less. They run a two-barrel carb instead of a four-barrel. They are not a NASCAR spec engine. Right. So they make a little bit less horsepower. They're your weekly division instead of your touring series. Right. They run weekly tracks like Stafford Motor Speedway and Thompson Speedway. It's a great way to learn and also a great way to do it on a budget if that's what you got to do. I know that uh, it's just been announced that the um, Sport Mods, which is similar to an SK, but Sport Mod is a New York term, um, are running in Oswego on the 4th of July this coming year. And it's going to be a pretty big show. You might want to uh, check into that and see if you can hop a ride somewhere and get out there and show your stuff on the Fast 5 Ace and Oswego to a new audience. Yeah, absolutely. I would absolutely love the opportunity to drive one of those cars. I've actually gotten the opportunity to drive the SK lights, which is similar to a sport mod. The SKs, so I have experience in all of them. I'd absolutely, I would love to go down to Oswego, and hopefully we can put on a good show down there and pick up some more rides and maybe end up in a super modified for the classic. Well, see, now that's another whole uh, horse of a different color there because you got uh, some opportunities probably there, too, in the Supers and uh, the 350 Supers as well. So um, be interesting to see what you could accomplish in 2020 with a little creativity. Okay, so I know that um, you've had a lot of people help you out with uh, your racing to this point. Give some shout-outs and some thank yous. Who helps you make all this happen? Yeah, uh, first off, i got to give a huge, huge shout-out to my father, um, he's been probably the biggest supporter in my racing career. Him and my mother have worked endlessly to try and keep me out on the track, knowing that this has been a dream of mine since I was a little kid. Um, my entire family has been so supportive of my racing. They always come out and support us at the track, and when things don't go right, the whole family lets you know, and they let you know that no matter what, you're going to be back to make yourself better. Um, i got to give a huge shout-out to the Gen 6 family for the opportunity to drive their pro truck this season. Um, Jason Seacrest for the opportunity to drive the 23 Whalen Tour modified in RTG Motorsports up in New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I had an absolute blast driving for them this season. Um, huge thank you to Russ Hersey Enterprises for the opportunity to drive the Tri-Track uh, car at Monadnock Speedway. We ended up having a really good showing up there. Um, the racing guys, Dick Wayne, James, huge thank you to all of them. Uh, I also want to thank my personal sponsors, TFC Brakes and Driven Racing Oils, Bumper to Bumper Racing. Long Acre Racing Products. Um, huge shout-out to Tommy Fern and the entire Fern family for the opportunity to drive their late model. Um, the Christian family and Benny Barganessi for the opportunity. Crazy Horse Racing. Slavin Motorsports for the opportunity to give me a chance to show what I have on dirt. Um, I got to try something new this season I had never run before, and I can't believe they let me jump in their championship contending backup ride to go out and try something new. So, Huge thank you to them. Huge thank you to Ethan DeRocher, Brandon Wilkinson, one of the best spotters out there, and Print 100% and Kyle James for all the work he's done for me with the Cancer Warrior schemes that we've had over the years. So huge, huge thank you to all those people, and we can't wait to add some more for 2020. And how old are you now, Jacob? I'm 17. I'll be 18 next month. What a well-spoken young man for that age. Okay, real quick, uh, we've got about 30 seconds left. Real quick, how can fans find you if they want to follow you now that they've heard you on the show? Yeah, the best way to follow me is through the social media. Um, social media is a huge empire nowadays. 
And luckily, I've built a pretty strong social media presence throughout the years. Um, Jacob Perry Racing on Facebook is probably our primary. We also have Perry Racing 21 on Twitter and Jacob Perry Racing 21 on Instagram. So we have all of the social medias right there. Um, you can go find us on YouTube at Mr. GPR 21. We'll go watch some of our in-car cameras from some of our races in the past. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have much in-car cameras this season. But hopefully we get back to that and keep the fans at the track, even when they can't watch. So hopefully we can keep everybody entertained for the 2020 season. Make sure you guys stay tuned for a lot of updates coming up. we got a lot All right. of exciting news here. Awesome. Back uh, with more Motorsports Madness after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, 
Well, we've got a couple of minutes in this segment. There's a there's a boy who uh, had a major announcement since the last show. Tyler Agram going to GMS Racing full-time in 2020 to race a truck that will be an additional truck to the lineup that already had existed. You have Sheldon Creed and Brett Moffitt. Now you add Tyler Ankrum to the mix. And on top of that, GMS has added a fourth full-time truck this week for Zane Smith with Ankrum's old crew chief from DGR, Kevin Bono Mannion, as the crew chief on that truck. And Sam Mayer on top Zane. of all that, too. Sam Mayer is in a, he, yeah, that was four and a half, but we think it's <laughs> going to be closer to five. Because, Sam counts as a half. Well, Sam's Both only going to Both in stature run the, and in races. He can't, <laughs> he's grown a little <laughs> he bit. He has grown a little bit. Sam, Sam can't run all the races yet because sure. he's not old enough. So David Gravel actually going to share time in that truck um, with Sam Mayer. Uh, and so... That's going to be a deal where Marty Lingley will be going back and forth between that truck with Sam and the Arca series with Sam. Um, and probably Gravel will retain Marty as the crew chief as well when he's driving it, I would think. You see Spencer getting in that truck at all? Or do you think he's done? Spencer? At GMS, Gallagher. Oh, no, he's been no. done a while. You don't yeah, think he'll get yeah, back no, in, he's even in the truck, while. even no, if it's just no, a partial no, schedule? No, with them? no. You know what's interesting about the names that you mentioned is that Ankrum was signed away from Toyota yep. to go to a Chevy truck, which is GMS. Yep. And GMS is a development sort of team to Hendrick. I mean, they have an alliance. What are the odds that Tyler Ankrum could be in line for the 48 in 2021? I don't think he skips Xfinity. I just don't. I don't, don't see that so. happening, no. I, I, He's I the kind of guy that, Tyler, that Hendrick would want. Yeah, I mean, I think he is, but I think you got a couple in front of him. It's going to be really interesting to see hmm. where that goes because, honestly, I think Tyler um, – it will. It I think Tyler – I think there's some other things I would say, but I think Tyler's going to need at least a year in Xfinity. Yeah, probably. Um, if not two. It is a shot in the so, dark. Yeah. I think it's going to be a huge thing, though. Definitely interesting, be. for sure. Okay, so we're going to step aside when we come back. Motorsports Madness will continue. However you're listening to us, we thank you for that. Back with more after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. 
You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. There's your replacement for 2021. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I've so. I've even heard his name, which is stupid, but, I mean, there are people I on social media. I think he's quite content who, being the latest yeah. uh, sprint car, uh, World of Outlaws uh, sprint car team owner yeah. champion. Yeah. Right, okay, so here's the deal, folks. I've got an opportunity for you here. If you're looking for a career, if you're looking, if you're not happy with your current job, or if you're just trying to find a job, but you want something more than just a paycheck, you want something you can enjoy and something you can grow in an industry that's growing, period, my computer career may have your answer. There are over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs in this country right now, and IT is one of the fastest growing Fields that you can move into, mycomputercareer.edu provides the training that can get you into that field in as little as four months. And you know what? You don't even have to be doing it full time. As little as three, four days a week at either one of their seven campuses around the country or online at mycomputercareer.edu, you can become an IT professional, and hey, financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill, and even better yet, once you're ready to get out into the workforce, mycomputercareer.edu works with hundreds of companies to help get you placed. So you've got a great opportunity here. And I've talked to the folks at the Raleigh campus and some of the students as well, and they love the training, and they have gotten great results from this. Mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life, and you know what? You don't even have to commit. Just go to the website. There's a free career evaluation. Take that. See if IT might be right for you. And oh, by the way, if you're not good at math and science, that's okay. It is not rocket science. It's my computer career. It's a fascinating field, and it's an opportunity to do something that could better your financial situation. Mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. We have got about 30 seconds left in this segment, and I want to just touch upon, and we'll carry on with this uh, around the corner here, uh, Zane Smith joining GMS is very fascinating for me, and I'm going to explain why when we come back around the turn, but there's something about this that I just find very intriguing. I'll tell you about it right now.
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park motorsports sales professionals Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Mellick gathered around inside the WSIC studios, just not really far outside of Charlotte, in Statesville, North Carolina. And this is our kind of our pre-Thanksgiving show, and we will not have a new show on Thanksgiving, obviously. It's a Thursday night show as we tape it live, so we will not gather around on Thanksgiving. I actually will be in Batesville, Mississippi uh, for the 29th annual O'Reilly Auto Parts National Indoor Kart Championship. And uh, if we get a minute here, we'll talk more about that later because there's a live stream involved there. Um, and it's free. So if anyone 
wants to catch the action on Friday and Saturday. It's an absolutely fascinating. It's the world's largest indoor cart race is what it is, and we'll talk more about that You'll be live from there on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. What's that? So. Yes, so Tuesday morning for the Inside Pass show. That'll be the only live show we do next week uh, with Race Chaser Media, Tuesday morning at 11 Eastern. Um, for those of you outside of the Charlotte Lake Norman area, you can listen to that show every Tuesday at 11 Eastern on WSICFM.com. WSICFM.com. And okay. Murdoch will be sitting where you're sitting. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Chris Murdoch will be in the studio with Randy mm-hmm. for that show. I will call in from Batesville and um, talk about uh, what's going on over there. Yep. Okay, so we've got um, a lot to break down here. I mentioned uh, before we went to break, uh, I'm sorry I lied to y'all. I said I was going to talk about Zane Smith. Right now, I really meant right after this. And I think we're going to have Jacob Seelman on the line here. So we'll, um, we'll go ahead and get him set to go here. Thank you, James Mellick. And I think we've got Jacob there. Are you there, my friend? Of course. Okay. Uh, I would <laughs> I think the harder part was finding the studio number in my cell phone. That's it's been one of those days. Why you know, don't you have it on speed dial? Yeah, it should be uh, should be under uh, WSIC. Should be, you should know by heart, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> anyway, I was about to talk about Zane Smith because here's what I find fascinating about this: they announced that Tyler Ankrum's going full time to GMS. Mm-hmm. They don't announce a crew chief. Or, of course, they, we do know a couple of his sponsors, but they didn't announce a crew chief or a number. Now, his crew chief at DGR is Bono Mannion. That's who he was with this year at DGR. Mm-hmm. Then we get an announcement that Zane Smith's going to the same team Tyler Ankrum just signed with, and Bono's going to crew chief for him. Do you see where I'm a little confused there? Why wouldn't they have just kept Bono with, with Tyler? Maybe they have a better game plan for Ingram. Maybe there's somebody in their stable, yeah, crew chief-wise, it's, it's, that it's they interesting. feel like is a better fit for Ingram than... I'll tell you Bono. what. I believe in Zane. If, as far as talent, Jacob, jump in if you want. I believe in Zane totally, and I think that's a, that's a truck team as a whole next year with four very capable championship drivers and i could easily see all four of them making life very difficult for the rest of the truck series uh in 2020 yeah no kidding uh and and trust me if 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 i'm looking at the crew chief situation i'm i'm certainly slightly puzzled at all this not gonna lie um but it's one of those things where you wonder if tyler maybe wasn't uh, you know, when, when they when they put this deal all together, you want you wonder if Tyler wasn't maybe looking for a change, and that's why. I mean, we don't really know what all went on with all of this, but uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. And I actually, I actually can't help but think that a change in crew chief might not do Ankrum a little bit of good, depending on you know who he shakes out with. Um, I can think of a couple of crew chiefs that would be in very high demand that would be a good fit for Tyler, at least just just off the top of my head. So I recognize your point of, of you know. It was just interesting. I mean, other, you know. It, I can't help but think perhaps that maybe, you know, maybe it was Tyler who wanted the change. We don't know. Well, and it could just be that, um, you know, they had somebody in mind for that truck that Tyler's going to Well, run. maybe they then, still have somebody in mind well, that they're trying to sign. What I'm saying you know? is that they already kind of had that figured out, and mm-hmm. then Zane comes along, and now they need a crew chief, and oh, wait, Bono's available because, you know. 
Um, so that just may have been a timing thing. I just thought it was intriguing, but I, I think all four of those drivers, and for that matter, you've got a, a split truck with Sam Mayer and David Gravel. I'm, I don't know that I see David running for wins anytime next year, maybe at uh, Eldora, obviously, but, um, necessarily perhaps, but he might, um, but it's, I certainly think Sam could before the year's out. So that's going to be a, a mighty force in the truck mm-hmm. series next year. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. Okay, we got about four and a half minutes left in this segment, Jacob, and I want to talk about your uh, situation out in California because the Hangtown 100 happened last night, and uh, Kyle Larson won it. And talk a little bit about what's going on out there. This is ju- that was just the first race in a series, more or less, that's going to culminate on Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. And basically what this is, is uh, if if you've ever heard, if there's any fans uh, of NHRA drag racing that hear them talk about the West Coast swing, this is basically USAC's version of the West Coast swing. Uh, they actually started it um, a week ago in uh, out in Arizona, at uh, near Phoenix, at right. Arizona Speedway. Uh, it moved to um, the uh, Hangtown race and uh, is going to actually move to uh, Bakersfield on Saturday for um, what would be, I guess, uh, if, you're, if you're keeping score at uh, home, what would be races, uh, or race number five, Bakersfield would be, and then uh, race six is going to be Turkey Night. So uh, six races here between Arizona and California to end the year. And uh, now let, let's be clear here. Uh, Kyle Larson didn't just win the Hangtown 100. Kyle Larson obliterated the field yeah, in the Hangtown 100. I mean, he took the lead at lap 35, and that was the absolute end of that. It was, <laughs> we're going to lap cars. We're going to make sure nobody can get close to me. And at the end of the day, we're going to win by 8.2 seconds over Christopher Bell. In a sprint car. In a midget. Or a midget, I should say, not a sprint car. A little sprint car. Bell just can't win anything lately, can he? Because I think we're going to have to get rid of the midget name pretty soon here, so we're going to just call it a little little car, little sprint car. Why do you think you're going to have to get rid of that? I'm just curious <laughs> on asking. I want to know why well, that. There's, there's people just yeah, not liking there, the naming of it. objections, yeah. Okay, they're, they're, that's fine. Yeah, I was just curious. on. I didn't see that article. That's kind of yeah, cool. it's interesting. Well, that's not cool. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> wild. It's kind of yeah, wild that that article's it's out. It's not, I mean, not cool, cool, but, but it's, you know, it is yeah. what it is. Anyways, I'll have to find that yeah, midget. Um, so going to be fascinating to see what happens the rest of uh, rest of the week. Now, you're out there for the duration. Um, what are you expecting out of the next uh, couple of shows? Well, that's an excellent question now, isn't it? I because quite those. frankly, I don't know that uh, I don't know that we can truly learn a whole heck of a lot from the Hangtown 100 because it is such a unique format uh, for these guys. Um, just one of those things where uh, because it's on points and not uh, the usual USAC format, I don't think you can draw as many de- determinations. I mean, all four Boston Marshall full timers missed the show on the opening night, so there's that. Um, wow. But, uh, yeah, I, I I I think CMR will be fast. I think KKM will be fast. Uh, Bakersfield, in particular, is a motor track, so I would look for the uh, for the Speedway Toyotas to be very quick. Um, that's my two cents on that. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, and look forward to catching up on all of it when we come back after the Thanksgiving break. we got about a minute left in the segment. Uh, give us about 30 seconds and then we'll continue it. 30 seconds or so on uh, Jimmy Johnson and his retirement. I can't even fit it all into 30 seconds, quite frankly. Uh, stunned, shocked, uh, blown away when the announcement came out on Wednesday really? and today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just I really thought he would go beyond to, to twenty one, but I uh, told you today, that wasn't going to happen. The word of the, the word of the day was family for yeah. me today, and I think that's a good place to sum it up. We can fill it in on the other side. Well, yeah, I've also uh, we talked about it at the top of the show, and I I said speculated that I thought it was a good time for him to get out rather than have to deal with learning the Gen Seven car for only a year or two. Um, it just, as he said, it just feels right, and it feels to me like. The timing is perfect. You get out and let the next guy kind of usher in that era in the car. With that, we're going to step aside. Jacob Seelman will be back with us around the turn. Much more to cover here on the show before we're done. Back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. Do not go anywhere. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Movie Sports Fanless. That always gets me going, that that, that re-entry right there. Uh, We are... Well into our second hour at this point and uh, enjoying the conversation. Jacob Seelman on the Strutmasters.com hotline from SprintCar and Midget.com and Speed Sport. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Mellick here in the studio. And Jacob, uh, we were talking about Jimmy Johnson, and uh, I want to give you a chance to kind of elaborate on your thoughts, because I really was not that surprised, honestly. I, I've said on these shows for, I think, most of the year that I thought that there was a chance that next year would be his last. Um, and it's just kind of the law of diminishing returns. You want to get out while you still have enough of your skill to not be considered kind of past your prime. And I think Jimmy can still get it done if they can get the car right. They've just got to continue to work together and make that car more competitive yet for next year. And see, quite frankly, that's why I believe he might go beyond 2020, because I believe he and Cliff Daniels were finally starting to hit their stride the last few races of this year. And I thought we were finally starting to see some increased return out of that 48 team that makes me more optimistic that they're going to have a shot at this in 2020. And I want to. I, I think a couple things are clear here. Number one, Jimmy Johnson's motivation, his desire to be successful, is as strong or stronger than it's ever yes, been it is. in his entire career. And he said that our goal is to go out and contend for and potentially win that eighth championship. Yep. Period. End of discussion. Yep. Um, and, and I, I believe he's got the team around him to do it. I really do. I'm not. Uh, I'm not discounting that he won't have a shot next year. One iota. I think if they can uh, can get things how they how they need it to be, how Jimmy wants it to be, and they come out swinging, the sky could be the limit. And he's one of the few people that I do, in fact, believe could potentially go out on top of this sport. We saw Jeff Gordon have a shot at his fifth championship. I believe Jimmy Johnson could become the first to actually retire with a championship. I believe he's capable, and I do believe that team is still capable. Well, I believe they're capable. I just think that there's, I think they got one more gear to find. If you even look at the end of the season, it was still Chase Elliott, clearly the best of those cars. And and then even Bowman and uh, at, at moments in time, Byron, were you know were there but Johnson at least was in with those guys and he was you know he was almost I mean I still like I said I think there's one more gear but um the legacy he's going to leave behind is just unbelievable and it's like I said in the article I wrote yesterday um you know nobody's going to fill his shoes somebody else is going to get in the car but nobody's going to fill his shoes they're just there will never be another seven-time champion 
from scratch. In other words, a new driver coming in, there's, that's not going to happen. I, I, I don't believe that will happen. I don't believe they're gonna, you're going to see careers long enough to do that, and I think the sport's a little different now. Would you agree? I would agree with that. I, and you know what? I'm not, uh, I'm not totally convinced that we'll never see another seven-time champion, but I don't think under the current format, uh, you'll see another seven-time champ because we've seen with this elimination-style playoff, it's hard enough to just to do what Kyle Busch did in right. winning his his second Monster Energy yep. NASCAR Cup Series championship recently, let alone to try and add five more to that. And Kyle is uh, already 35, 36 years old. I mean, yes, do we think some of his best years are ahead of him? Absolutely. Do I think he could get to four, maybe five? Absolutely. I think seven, though, for or even somebody with the talent that Kyle has, I think, is a little bit of a stretch. I think you're right. I don't think I don't think we'll see that threshold reach for a long time after this. I don't think it'll ever happen, um, other than Kyle Busch potentially doing it. And I do think Kyle could actually do it, but he'd have to get he'd have to race at least ten more years. And boy, you know, as you said, he'd have to really, really be on the game for that long because there's so much involved in being able to pull it off in this playoff format that we have. So, um, okay, we speculated real quick at the top of the show. I said I think there are three drivers that would be kind of top contenders for Jimmy's seat um, in 2021 at the moment. And I said they are Noah Gregson, Daniel Hemrick, and Ross Chastain with a possible nod perhaps to maybe John Hunter Nemechek, depending on what he does um, next year and if he can show that he's got the kind of championship talent that Rick looks for. But I I think about drivers with kind of that personality that matches what Hendrick wants, and I think those are the three that I come up with at the moment. But, boy, it'll be interesting to see what next year brings. Would you agree, or do you have another name that maybe we're not thinking about that could be? Quite frankly, uh, as Rick Hendricks said in the conference today, I don't even think he's 100% sure I pointed yet. that out in my column, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm as puzzled as Rick is right now. And, you know, the good thing is they've announced this a year ahead. They've got a lot, a lot of time to figure yep. it out. And, uh, shoot. I think there's any number of drivers that if they show out in the right way could be a potential candidate for, for, for that opportunity, for that seat. But we'll just have to, I mean, we really will. This is, we've never known Hendrick Motorsports and the 48 team without Jimmy Johnson. So the fact that, uh, the, the, the fact that we're even talking about this is almost hard to fathom, isn't it? I mean, it is. Yep. It is, and I think it's wide open, and I think that's why, you know, these these drivers I just mentioned, now there's a little more pressure in 2020. You're auditioning because everybody's going to be after that seat. We'll start after riding the I don't series. know, I, you know, I don't think there's a clear front runner right now, James. No, I think there's a guy that is getting overlooked. Um, there could be one. He's a racer and raced all of his life, and that's Ryan Priest. He's currently in a Chevrolet. They have mm-hmm. Hendrick Motors over there at the, the 47 at JTG, so... If he comes out and shows out this year, he could be a name that gets thrown in that hat to go over there as well because he's a racer and he's already got yeah. somewhat of a small alliance with Hendrix yeah. with the Hendrick Motor Program at JTG. I don't know. I think Ryan would have to prove himself a lot more than what he did in year one here. Um, but that, I guess you could, I mean, Jacob, do you think, 
if you're talking about JTG, I don't know about Priest, though I would I would like throw a huge party for him if that ever happened. But Ricky Stenhouse, do you think? Possibly? I mean or see I don't know that Ricky's the exactly the personality that Rick's looking for, but what do you think, Jacob? He certainly got the experience and he's won races. Uh, he he has the experience. The problem is he hasn't shown me enough on tracks other than the, the super speedways yeah. to be a front runner candidate for me. Um, I would like Priest from a personality standpoint as far as being the type of driver that Rick looks for. The problem is, like you said, Tom, Priest hasn't shown us anything no. really uh, yet to make me believe that he would be the right candidate for that. Um, quite frankly, if you want to talk about drivers that I think might get overlooked in all this, um, it could be a long shot, but considering Ally is signed on through 2023, Rick can basically handpick whoever he wants for that right. ride. Um, th- there's one driver, if he wants to make the jump, that I could see as a very possible front runner for that, for that ride, and that's Justin Allgaier, who is still in the Hendrick family. He did not get a fair shake at the cup level the first time, but he has, aside from this year, shown a lot of great things for years in the Xfinity Series between Penske, between Junior Motorsports. He made it to the Final Four this year. He's a clutch player. He's the kind of guy, the per, you know, the personality who's, who's going to be good for your sponsors. We know he markets well. Um, ju- if he wants to make the jump back, and I don't know one way or the other if he would, but Justin would be one in my mind that people might overlook that I don't think we should overlook. Okay, show of hands in the studio here. Radio audience, I'll tell you the result here. We got three of us here in the studio. Um, how many How many of us believe that if you wave the opportunity in front of Justin Allgaier's nose to go back to Cup in one of the all-time great Cup rides with Hendrick Motorsports, show of hands, how many believe he turns it down? I mean, I, I kind of want to say, I mean, oh, not, not because not he's coming in. No, 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 no. I say that because, yes, he's he not has. It down. Ally is a great sponsor, and it's a guaranteed <laughs> ride, but so is Brandt. And Kelly Earnhardt is part of the Brandt board of directors. He did so, create a good brand with Brandt. I, mean, I give you that. He has a great relationship with that, with that brand, and sponsors are driven by this sport these days. If Brandt wants him to stay, I'm pretty sure he would stay. I, I believe that it's brand loyalty to I, me. I, I, I mean, I would love to see him back. I mean, in the I would too, but I really don't. At this point, here's my why f- wouldn't Hendrick go with a younger driver? That's not my that, point. Yeah, old, I don't think because everything they got right now is young. In yeah. all honesty, I, don't I see think him. that this. Is, I think it's going to be a bombshell type of situation. I don't. I think we're you looking do? at. Yeah, I don't. I think we're looking at like people that are uh, associated with it's i think it's going to be somewhere so yep. far out of left field so maybe everybody's going to be like oh my god how did this happen so See? you're talking maybe a potential like hey, manufacturer hey guys, driver hey, switch hey guys, yeah guys 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 i have a thought okay you got about you got less than a minute yeah so who threw out the word bombshell because y'all randy. were talking over randy it was me randy I'll give you a bombshell that we can mull over at the break somebody who's out of contract at the end of 2020 i have one too but Okay. Well, see, I mentioned him in my column, and mm. we can talk about how that could happen. Randy, do you have another one? No, it was Eric. Jones. That was Eric. Yeah. yeah. See, and well, there's another one too. But yeah, I Eric. believe that Eric would be possible if and only if it becomes because he signed a multi-year deal. 
But if the only way that Bell gets, if he runs well in the 95, and the, and the only way to get him into the parent car. Um, now, Tom, just FYI, no, he did not sign he a He signed a one-year deal. deal. No, that's a one-year contract. I thought he signed multi-year. I thought it was too, but I found it otherwise. We'll be back in a moment with more of Motorsports Madness. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness. Presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Millick in the studio. And we've got Jacob Seelman on the strutmasters.com, the suspension experts hotline. Okay. So... Obviously, Jeff Gordon is part owner of this 48 team. 
Right. I mean, he's he's yeah. That's he brought Jimmy in. That's and, what we yeah. know. Yeah. So, how much influence does Jeff have in who drives this car going forward? I'm going to start this, and then I'll pass to Jacob. I, I my opinion is that I think Jeff will have some say. I think Ally will obviously have a, a great deal of say right. because it's going to be their driver. Um, but I think the biggest thing is it's got to pass Mr. H's character and personality test of because course. there's a very certain type of driver and type of person that he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, ultimately it's going to be Rick's call. So um, everybody should be adding Jeff Gordon to the Christmas card list? Is that what I'm... If you're, yeah, if you're, if, if, <laughs> if you have any plans yeah, on exactly. driving that car. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no, for the guy I saw on social media earlier, David Gravel is not getting from trucks to cup. In, in a year. Well, that's why I mentioned Sorry. Tyler Ankrum too. But yeah, I mean that makes sense. He would never <laughs> skip. Jacob, what's your two cents? Well, my two cents is that Jeff Gordon, I believe, will have a far bigger influence on who drives that car than you think. And no, it's not going to be David Gravel <laughs> going from in it's a year. I, I can promise you that as well. But you just I, lost three no, fans. I'm, Mind blown. I'm, earlier. I firmly believe that Jeff. You know, as we talked about, Jeff is a a half-owner in that team, and, you know, he's going to be one of the representatives of that team, you know, continuing going forward, and, you know, his wishes for who drives that car and who represents, you know, in effect, his team along with Rick is is going to be important here, and I, I, you know, I wish, (laughs) there's a part of me that wishes I had been able to be in two places at once, so half of me could have been on the East Coast at the press conference, and the other half could have been out here in, uh, in California, um, you know, getting ready to continue. We don't need two of you, Jacob. I Calm was, down. Well, I was just kind of in my head. I'm thinking which half does he yeah, send exactly. to California, but never mind. Keep going. <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> but no, I, I would have been interested because they were joking the whole time how uh, Knauss and, uh, and Jeff were in the front row, and Winston Kelly said, I uh, actually joked with Jeff twice, I think, about, uh, you know, we, we had a microphone and you turned it down. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 you know, if, if I had been there, I would not have actually hesitated to, uh, kind of call Jeff out of the crowd and see if we couldn't have gotten an answer to that question of, of how much say will he ultimately have in the future of that 48 team? Because I really, I, I do honestly believe it's going, the answer to that question is going to be quite a bit. Well, yeah, I, w- I would say quite a bit, but ultimately you got to please the boss, and the boss is still Rick Hendrick. And I do believe that Jeff's, Jeff's, uh, what he looks for in a driver and what Rick would look for in a driver would be the same because Jeff was what Rick looked for in a driver, obviously. So um, I think there you can look at Bowman, you can look at Byron, you can look at who they are and how they are. Um, and I, I just don't think you're straying that far from the mark. And even though I think, for example, a Ross Chastain is somewhat more aggressive, obviously, on the track, um, I don't see Ross as being that much different from a personality standpoint than, you know, those other two. I think Ross and does. Boy, you and know, boy, so. isn't he an interesting thought when, when you well, throw his name into that pot? Is, isn't he an interesting uh potential candidate for a ride like that i mean he's in granted he's not in the right half of the chevrolet family as it sits but as we've seen in the past if what rick hendrick wants rick hendrick gets well here's the the thing and then i'm going to let james chime in here if if you know kurt bush signed a multi-year deal as far as i know and that messed up 
Ross's situation a little bit. If if Ross goes out and runs well, runs for a championship, and if Rick wants him, I don't see Chip saying no because you know you got to let the guy go and 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 get his opportunity. Now I just want I just want to get all these numbers or facts right here first before I go all the way out through with this uh, thought here. Ally is a business that helps Rick with finance stuff with his. Automobile stuff, right? Well, it's yeah, it's kind of like GM. Yeah, that GM. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they bought GMAC. Okay, so I was going to say it used to yeah. be GMAC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I that's what I thought they were. Um, don't throw Suarez out of this either, because if you bring Suarez in, now you have a way to bring in um, the the guy with Aris to try to help his finances as well. So you could do the B two B deal. So don't forget, you could try to bring in Suarez to do a B two B deal Here's there. I think Suarez would be the first driver that Honda signs when Honda decides to go to Cup. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, here's, I'm just saying. Here's my here's my, my thought on that. I I would love to think Daniel could be in the mix, but I don't think his performance has led him to be um, in that situation. And I don't know, I mean, if Rick wanted to expand his marketing potential, then maybe. But I, I just don't think he looks at things the way some other owners do. Um, so I'm not sure I see Suarez being a candidate. Um, I do see Suarez going to the 32 next year. Um, and that's going to be interesting. And, you know, again, that's a Stuart Haas technical alliance car now. And it's a way of keeping him in the family after you brought Custer up, dropped him in the 41. Um but yeah, I, I I could definitely see, you know, and I'd love to think of Corey LaJoy, but I again I I mean, knowing how Rick has developed the other two teams as Gordon and Jr. went out in who he's pulled from, you pull from within first unless you see a guy like Chastain out there that you just think is the next big thing and you get a chance to grab him before he gets signed. Well, he brought Bowman up. Bowman rode, uh, drove that seven car for Tommy, and he brought him up from uh, just Tommy's car. Well, no, he brought him up from Junior's car, but remember, Bowman filled in for Junior, and that's what really— What got him going, And yeah. then he was also the sim driver, sim uh, tester, test driver for, for, for Chevy. Chevrolet, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there was a lot more, and Alex had a lot more cup starts than people realized. I just don't think Suarez has done enough to warrant um, Rick Hendrick choosing to put him in his car as much as I like Daniel. Jacob, d- agree, disagree? Uh, I just don't know what to do with the, with the Daniel situation right now, quite frankly. Um, there's, too many, there's too many things out there and too many things I've heard and... Not enough time. Not enough that looks like it could even be close to concrete. I've heard. I've heard Suarez. Uh, I, I've heard that Suarez could go to RCR Xfinity. I've heard that Suarez yeah, that's out could there go too. To Thirty-two. I've heard that Suarez could go to front row. I mean, I, there there's a lot of different rumors out there, and nothing that seems to be sticking to the dartboard yet where he's concerned. Um, speaking of uh, RCR Xfinity. If I can just totally go off on a tangent. You can. We were going to get there eventually. So <laughs> Good. Good. Then I'll start the conversation. How about Sauce Boy picking up Tax Slayer and going to RCR part-time? For those, I dig that. For, for those in our audience who don't know who Sauce Boy is, it's Myatt Snyder, um, who most recently <laughs> popped up driving for, uh, or was driving for Thor Sport in the truck series, now goes to the Xfinity series, and it, it's it's a part-time deal. It is not a full-time deal, unless you know something I don't, Jacob. I was told it was a part-time deal. Um, so we, it, is, it is a part-time deal, but 
that, that Richard uh, said at Homestead last weekend, I was down there for the, the Champions press conference, and Richard said that they were going to run one full-time car for sure and a second car part-time. So then you, so, you look at it and you say, okay, if he's part-time, he probably goes to the 21. The two would be, I mean, you can, and you can play with numbers if you want. doesn't really matter. But as of, as of the moment, you would assume the two would be the full-time car. And Suarez would obviously have the money to go and run for a championship there. But I, I got to be honest, I, I think it's in NASCAR's best interest to have him in the Cup Series, not for him to drop back down. And you've got the 32, you've got front row. They could really use a driver like Suarez at this point. Um, so I, I could definitely see. But the question then becomes who becomes the full-time driver uh, in the two-car. Kaz, Yeah, that's what I would. I would love to see Kaz, but again, how much money are you going to need to bring to secure that ride? I would that think would the, the hot question. screens would want to yeah. you know, up yeah, their thing. Hot screen can only do so much at this point. The see, company is still growing. Say, I would love nothing more than to see Kaz get the opportunity, but as you, know, as you both correctly mentioned, I really don't know. How much, unless unless there's been a breakthrough that I don't know about, I really don't know how much Kaz brings to the table in terms of funding. Well, I so know they're working on some things. Um, they're working on some things, and I think that I think that uh, you could definitely there could be some things that could develop for him that could put him in that situation. But I don't think Hot Scream is to the point as a company yet where they could. Um, they could put that kind of money up unless there were a number of other sponsors involved. They can be a part of it, but they can't be all of it. So um going to be interesting because I do think Kaz deserves a full-time shot. He certainly has proven he can run the car to the front when he has the opportunity. So that car is a very desirable car. So, you know, could we see a truck series racer step up that we haven't seen yet? Um you know, there are a few folks in the truck series right now that I know have some interesting things going on that we may see some announcements about, you know, going into the next few weeks. But I don't know if any of them involve a step up um, and certainly don't know if it would be to that car. So um, interesting stuff, though. But Suarez, I definitely could see uh, either with with um, the 32 team or uh, front row and. It it does look like John Hunter Nemechek, at least I think there's a mutual interest to have him full-time in a front-row car. But again, I'm sure dollars and cents are going to be involved there, yeah. too. Now, so. I, and I was hoping for that, for John Hunter's sake. Um, because I am, too. He, he showed extremely well in that front-row yeah. car, mm -hmm. um, without a doubt. Uh, when you're the highest-running front-row car and you're beating guys who have been in the Cup Series for 10 and a yeah. you know, ten. 10 and 12 years respectively McDowell and, and Reagan you're you're doing something good for your first three cup starts so I hope for that for John Hunter um I want to make my I, I know you're getting close on time here or somewhere two minutes. relatively close on two time. minutes um, I I want to circle back if I can for a minute to a point on Jimmy Johnson that's just okay. been sitting with the last couple hours um we are about to see a retirement tour I believe the likes of which we have not seen since 1992, really, when Richie left the sport, I truly believe that what you're going to see from tracks, from industry members, from fans, the response you're going to get, I, I Jimmy kind of alluded to it at one point during the press conference today, but I don't even think he truly realizes the magnitude of what I believe is about to happen. I, I don't care 
whether you've never been a fan, always been a fan, when a seven-time champion is getting ready to hang up his helmet and going through his last season, there's an immense amount of respect that comes with that. And I believe regardless of whether people like Jimmy before now, you're going to see that respect paid forward this year, and you're going to see a very, very big response all year across the board, I think particularly from the track, because Jimmy has done so much within the industry and really behind the scenes that I don't think a lot of people realized before they started talking about some of the extra charity work and everything that he does with his foundation. I, I, I just really believe that the, the kind of response he's about to get is going to be, you know, not, not what we've seen, uh, you know, un, unless you go back to Petty's retirement tour, because that was a year-long tour, too. Wow. See, I would think Junior, I, I, even bigger than Junior. Wow, that's interesting. I, uh, we'll, we'll ponder that as we uh, go into the offseason. But, I, I, look, I, I would love to see that. Jimmy is a great guy, and uh, he's proud of his good guy legacy, and he should be um, because Jimmy's done it right for sure. Okay, we're going to step aside here. We'll have more of Motorsports Madness coming up on the other side. Motorsports Madness, of course, presented by My Computer Career dot edu training for a better life we'll be right back here's an important message from rad and this station hi this is bob sheehan from blues traveler for rad recording artists against drunk driving i like to party just as much as the next guy maybe even more but the one thing i won't do after i've had a few is get in the car and drive don't blow it Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you 
what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we get ready to wrap up the show. A reminder, there will be no new show Next week for Thanksgiving, obviously, uh, we will run uh, a best of show in syndication. So those of you who listen to us uh, on the American Forces Network or uh, Sirius XM or one of our radio affiliates across the country, you will get uh, a best of next Thursday and uh, or in your regular time slot when the show normally plays. So uh, we'll be back with the next new show the Thursday after Thanksgiving. I will be off to the National Indoor Cart Championship in Batesville, Mississippi. Hey, write this down. O-N-I-K-C dot com. O-N-I-K-C dot com. And uh, check out the live stream. We live stream both days of go-kart racing. It is very, very intriguing. About 800 entries over the two days and a whole lot of fun indoor dirt kind of stuff. So um, we hope that you will join me for that at some point next Friday or Saturday and look forward to being back here. This is our final radio segment. We will go into TV overtime momentarily. Randy Miller, uh, real quick in about 10 seconds or less, who would you think is the leading candidate to replace Jimmy? Uh, Justin Haley. <laughs> wow. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, didn't I've been thinking about, about him one. all night and I was like, yeah, I think he's going to leapfrog a couple it. of people. You got one for us? Uh, I like Allgaier. That's who I like. No, oh, pair of Justins. Okay, I'm sticking with right now with Ross Chastain, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, happy thanks for joining us. Yes, on, happy Thanksgiving to yes. all. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, especially thinking of our troops. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Good night. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.